0: Previously on, roll role play Fairy Godmother. Oh, uh, it is me, florals in spring, and we are here to talk to your. We've done exactly as you asked, and now we're here. And my dear friend Humphrey oh. is being taken over by your cookie magic, and we need you to
1: break that curse as well. You've arrived. Finally, I've been waiting for you. I told him many years ago, he just needed to apologize, but he refused. Bitch, Uh. oh, it's, it's, it's curtains for Humphrey.
2: (laughs) Oh, that, uh, well, my deepest apologies from the bottom of your heart. And then he tries to stab the rapier through her chest. I shoot Humphrey again. (laughs) Ah, Ah, fuck. It was a joke. It was, it's a, it's an inside. You had to be there.
1: You see why I turned him into the same structure as my house. He came up here and said, what type of architect would build this house? There's no <laughs> architecturally speaking. This house is just garp. Gingerbread isn't a house. So I made him gingerbread so people might eat him.
2: Yeah, you can eat me, you bitch. I'm gonna fucking kill you.
0: Do you have any idea who could possibly be doing these atrocities to your fairy folk?
1: It has something to do with that new bride. I'm sure of it the king he's changed lately and his sons are weak-minded and dumb now they haven't always been that way Oh, no
0: so wait that means three is actually not stupid
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry we must gain intel on this bride uh, to be and stop the wedding <laughs>
1: Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and uh, last night I beat Jonathan and Tisha at Among Us.
3: Nice.
1: It only once, but I'm real happy with it.
3: Hi, my name is Katie, and I think uh, Battleship would be really fun to play on Discord.
4: You could just lie.
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm Brandon, I play Humphrey Evan after, and you sunk my Battleship.
4: I'm Tisha, and last night I killed Chris and then had everybody blaming each other for the murder. Also but true. not me.
2: That's way so.
4: It was really, if you could have seen the, dis, the chat, the discord amongst the people, but nobody suspected Good. me. Yeah. Good
3: tie-in.
0: I'm Jonathan, and Chris and Tisha are a dirty, cheating, conniving horse um, <laughs> that beat me in Among Us, and I am not pleased. But my attitude right now does not reflect on my uh, sportsmanship, okay? I'm not a sore loser. I just don't like losing.
1: <laughs> Big mood. Right. <laughs> Speaking of not liking losing, what's our question?
4: That wasn't, that was terrible. It's just the worst.
3: Yeah, our question is, is which D&D class do you wish you just understood without having to do any of the reading slash homework, like innate knowledge? Artificing? I have no idea where to start.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I'll go, I'll go with Katie on Artificer as well. I think I could understand it and I would like to play it. I just haven't had, I just haven't taken the time to read into it because it seems a little complicated.
0: Mine actually is wizard. Uh it, mostly just like the uh the spell stuff. Like thank thank God DD Beyond exists and it just does it for me. Um mm. You know, um, but anything, any spell casting class, like if I were to do this on my own, first of all, if I were to do this on a sheet like how Tisha is playing Edith, then I just wouldn't play this game. Um, <laughs> the only reason why I play D- uh, Dungeons and Dragons is because D&D Beyond exists. Um, so sponsor us. Yeah. Number two, I fucking hate reading. So yeah, any, any spellcasting class, I'm over it. I just wish that I just knew how to do it like D&D Beyond.
2: Oh, I love a caster see I kind of touched on this earlier I'm terrible at monks because I don't understand how key points work and I refuse to Mm. but also like I super don't get clerics like you have spells but also you have a spell casting focus that gives you extra spells if you're close with your god but like those don't count as spell slots and also if you fall out of favor with your god you lose your ability to cast spells and it's just too much
0: yeah same with paladins too as we saw with Eve I think okay and here's shade to monks I think that the reason why it's hard to understand like how monks work is because we want them to be useful and so we think (laughs) we're not doing something right when in actuality we're doing everything right when we play monks they're just terrible classes like they're just a terrible class
2: I think they're very useful I just don't like how they can't wear armor
0: oh yeah because they're very dexterous or whatever right
3: I mean, unarmored defense is usually pretty good.
2: But yeah, but like they don't get that if they're wearing armor, which makes yeah. sense. <laughs> but
3: And how they get like a penalty if they
0: have like certain ways of the monk get a penalty if they have a weapon.
3: Mm. So you could just hit with your hands.
0: Mm-hmm. Or like not penalty, but like I guess there's certain things you can't do. Mitch is going to hear this and destroy us. <laughs>
4: He's going to send us all messages. I'm going to put it... No, I'm going to say something at the end. Don't
2: worry. (laughs) Mind your own fucking business. We're dumb and we're fine with it.
4: Yes, this is not an invitation to mansplain. Thank you. We are all capable of reading. We do not need to be mansplaining these characters that we don't know about.
2: Yeah, bring your legs closer together so there's enough room for all of us to sit on this subway.
4: Manspreading.
1: I am a DM so that I don't have to learn anything about the classes. I trust fully in what you guys read about your characters, and I just look at your character sheets when I need to know something. So I could take a hard look at all of these and learn them, but I do think monk is just the hardest. I've played a monk in the Patreon. My, my character, Flork,
5: oh, yes,
0: was
1: a monk, and it was a lot of reading to try and figure out what I was doing, and I was guessing. Right,
0: for five damage.
1: <laughs> Most of the time. Yeah. For real, fork was not helpful. You can like catch arrows and throw them back. But That's how many
0: times wild. have we used arrows in this damn
2: game? You use arrows every time you. <laughs> right, but it. I'm not
0: attacking fork. Okay. <laughs> if Kristofsky ever used like gave us a uh, an, an enemy that had an, a bow and arrow, then like yeah, you know, use it on the monk. It finally, finally useful. You know what I'm saying? But
2: are we ever gonna give that arrow salesman back their shit?
4: We have to get yeah. it first. Remember? We haven't gotten the iron or whatever it is that we were supposed to.
2: Yeah, Chris, we need more episodes so we can kill do that know, dragon. Do
0: you know what podcast is this? Do we tie up loose ends like that? Oh, I don't think so.
2: We'll tie. <laughs> we love loose ends. If you ever
0: want to hear how we gave the arrows back to that salesman, then subscribe to our Patreon. Because that's where <laughs> Cause those episodes will be.
2: Do it.
4: <laughs> I I like I like our approach to... To this game, because we're treating it like we're treating the manual like a Bible, it's up to interpretation, and we all agree on a specific interpretation as we're going.
2: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love the Bible.
4: Oh, yeah, and all its Uh interpretations, and all of its interpretations, every single one of them. I love
2: how loose it is, and that everyone can draw whatever they want from the Bible (laughs) and then enforce it on our laws.
4: Um, (laughs) Yep,
0: wait, it
2: just got really shady in here.
4: <laughs> it did, it did, but you know, no offense.
2: Speaking of offense, we have a podcast. Our question is this: our
4: question. That was we our, our question? question.
1: That was our question.
2: Edit this out. I'm dumb. <laughs> That's not going to get edited <laughs> out. God damn it!
3: We have to go kill a dragon now, and or actually, stop no, no, a prince no. marriage. No, we have to go stop a marriage. A king just, marriage. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: edit out the part that says "edit this out" and just put keep the part that says "I'm dumb" cause
2: I'm <laughs> <laughs> Just loop it.
0: Oh my god. And the Add a house beat. Song. Add a beat to it. Add a beat. I'm done. Put <laughs> <laughs> this so much. <laughs> 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 That's ending the beat drop.
1: <laughs> well okay. there there was some sort of transition made there and we started talking about what happened. So you do have a few things you need to do. Do, does anyone remember where we last left off?
5: We, we
1: uh
0: Edith and I are switching accents so that now I am a Tennessean and Edith is an Australian. Our now from uh, excuse how I pronounce this. Perth. So
4: Peth. Oh. <laughs> oh shoot. Perth. I was studying the Australian accent from Sydney.
0: Oh, not Brisbane.
4: Oh no, I'm I messed it up. Now I can't do it at all. Dang it.
2: All those hours of research at the Outback Steakhouse.
4: All that time I spent on the wrong accent. (laughs) Not Outback Steakhouse, bitch.
2: The way I'm sweating right
4: now. I had so many blooming onions.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Those aren't even vegan. I broke my beliefs. I
4: broke my beliefs for this podcast. I went against (laughs) every moral fiber in my being.
2: Speaking of fiber. Listen to this shit. We have an episode. To, we're did we already a, do the transition?
0: Girl, we're actually...
4: <laughs> that was where? such a good transition. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brandon,
2: say it again.
0: I'm what? I'm dumb. There Pretty we dumb. go. Okay.
4: <laughs>
0: so, yeah, me and Edith are
3: switching.
2: Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Can anyone guess what the name of the
0: episode is going to be?
3: <laughs> I'm dumb. Boots and cats. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, so me and Edith are switching accents to go... And get Intel on this wedding. And Florals in Spring has a very has a hunch that the queen in mind or in question is Veranda Pastorly. Mm. And Florals in Spring has been given very explicit instructions to not attack um, or fight anyone or anything on this mission. But remember that Florosan's ring is very impulsive. Mm -hmm. So,
4: Most academics are. Right. (laughs) Yes. Um, And Edith and Humphrey um, are to be caterers. And Mm -hmm. Cherry and Cleo are wedding planners. Was that correct? Yep.
1: Yeah, you're working with the caterer and with the wedding planner. Yes, separately. Also,
4: my grandma's fine.
1: Yes, and you found all this out by actually visiting the Fairy Godmother. You figured out that the flowers that grow in your hair were the invitation, and you were able to get into the house. Some mixed vibes when it comes to meeting the Fairy Godmother. Humphrey, or now he goes by, sorry, now they go by Chip. Mm. Chip Skylark. Doesn't seem to be a big fan of the Fairy Godmother, and you three were at least able to have a calm enough conversation to learn what to do next, which was... Figure out how to stop this wedding.
3: Okay. Let's ruin a wedding. Yes.
1: So you are a couple days away from the wedding, and the fairy godmother has booped you all to the front of the castle. This is where we ended the last episode. Oh, and we learned that Humphrey's curse will not be reversed unless he apologizes, but Chip, now that Chip is in control, doesn't really seem to want to change. So
2: at a crossroads there as well. And that it's frozen. I won't turn any more cookie...
4: Yes, you'll keep your bare That's forearm. Right.
2: <laughs> I could do a sickening burlesque number with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, immediately when we get there, uh, Floral Spring says, quick change, and is wearing Levi Wrangler jeans and cowboy boots with the little tassels, spurs on the, uh, on the heel, um, a denim shirt, and a cowboy hat. But the cowboy hat doesn't fit over his afro, so it just rests on top. It's a little tiny cowboy hat like your. Arch- it's a little Aww.
4: tiny cowboy hat. Edith asks if you have uh, another outfit exactly the same.
0: I'm sorry, ma'am, but unfortunately, you have to be Australian for a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we can't have matching outfits. Yeehaw.
4: Okay, but like, I thought that that was exactly how an Australian sounds and looks. Is that not right? Uh,
0: no, missus, uh, oh, uh, you got to make sure you look. And then I say, quick change, quick change. And I pull out um, board shorts and a
2: puka shell necklace and uh,
0: an A-frame an a- shirt and a puka shell <laughs> necklace. And on the A-frame shirt, it says shrimp on the Barbie.
4: Nice. Bloody Rippa. That's that looks great. Here you uh,
0: here, here you go, ma'am. And I hand it to Edith.
4: Butte, Thanks, Sheila.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look like a real cunt now.
3: Should uh,
4: oh. I get dressed up uh, for this wedding? I don't think... Okay, I'm on a break character real quick here. Uh, I don't think that you should call me that, Humphrey. Um, I I don't like it. Oh,
2: I'm sorry. I I thought that was like a word that they used. That, that, that.
4: Th- that's fine. <laughs> But we're, we're playing, like, dress-up characters, and maybe they use that word, but I'm not sure if that gives you permission to use it, and I I don't like it being directed at me personally. Uh, you know, even though I may be playing uh, this character, I, I, there are still things that I'm uncomfortable with, and my own brother calling me the C-word is, is one of them. Okay,
2: well, let's go feed some people. You. <laughs> Bitch, is that all right? That's better.
4: Yeah, I like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great. Your journey starts at the front of the king's castle. As you approach, you see an opening that is labeled office with a half door.
0: I um, tip my hat towards the door and then I I beat on it with my fist because that's what Tennesseans do.
1: As you bang on the half door, you can see inside and a man behind a desk hurriedly puts a magazine away and sits back down and adjusts his shirt a little bit and says, oh, hi. Well, oh, welcome to uh, the office. You're here for your jobs. Yes. Oh, I think we've met before. I'm Macaroni McGee. Do you remember me?
0: And I look over at them. Do we? uh, Who is this fellow over here?
4: Oh, yes. We do remember you. Uh, Thank you for bringing us here again.
1: Oh, maybe I don't know you. All right, never mind. I thought I knew you.
4: No, we we did meet. I have a little little bit of a a cold here.
1: Oh, (laughs) yeah. That's all right. Well, then don't breathe over there. Not at me. Uh, Yeah, we met at the candy factory. I was looking at the chocolate boobies.
4: Mm, Yeah. That's Rigi-Didge. Our... our, um... (laughs) You got this. We we did meet there. Uh I sound a little bit different because of my cold. See, here you hear me a little bit better now, remember? Yeah. Okay. But I might sound different going forward.
2: Yeah, we have a job here. We gotta get Sicky over here to the kitchens to handle the food. If you could get us Oh. To our stations. Yeah,
1: of course. Hang on. We'll uh we'll take you in the back way. Alright, come on down this hallway and uh he tucks his magazine into his back of his pants and starts walking down the hall. As he's walking, uh, who's the first to follow?
3: Uh, Cherry Will.
1: Actually, Cherry, (laughs) you're you're probably the perfect height for this, too. As you're walking, um, he's leading you down a dark hallway, a dimly lit hallway. And you can see that one of the articles on the magazine is crazy candy exposed.
3: As an adult, I love... To see that magazine.
1: Oh yeah, you'll see some milk duds and some milk studs in here. <laughs>
5: oh god. Okay.
1: Well. As he turns around, he'll say, "Okay, here you go. This is your uh, locker room. So go ahead and change in there. No weapons in the castle. That's the rule of the king and queen, or soon to be queen. So leave all your weapons in there. And then you'll take this elevator up to the main floor. And then the guards will lead you from there. Hang on, everyone. Stick out your hands for me.
4: Okay. Uh, I'm sorry." you have a porno magazine there? Is that what that is? And you're trying to hand us something after touching your porno magazine?
1: Oh, this isn't my penis hand. Uh. <laughs> Which one is? All Which right. is your penis hand? Oh, I got one magazine hand and one penis hand. I'll use the magazine hand for you. I'm not going to hold I'm just going to stamp your hand so that way the guards know where to direct you.
4: Okay. Go. Go ahead.
1: And he stamps Humphrey and Edith with a blue stamp and stamps Cherry and Cleo with red stamps. And he's like, okay, now go change in there. Leave all your weapons in the lockers. Your names are already on the lockers. I didn't do it. The guy that normally runs the office did. Alright, go ahead. Go in the locker room. You can uh, change and leave your weapons in there, okay? And then when you're ready, up in the elevator. Go on.
3: Oh.
2: Uh-huh. I mean, Humphrey walks into the locker room. Or Chip, I guess. Yeah.
0: Cleo follows behind and and looks over at Ethan and says, all right, ma'am. It seems that we are going to have to start practicing our Australian accent. So
4: Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's uh let's do it, brother. Brother? Brother? How how would I say brother? Brother?
0: Think of it as uh B R U V, brov. Brov?
4: Bruv? Okay. I I feel like <laughs> that's a little off, but I will do it. Okay. Let me try it again. Sounds like a little
2: England to me if you ask.
4: Like brov. <laughs> i i need to go up the stairs is that better
0: much better um coming from an authentic Australian myself ma'am
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> too so easy no worries
0: good good talk uh and i give her a very cowboy pat on the back when i say now look at what in tarnation where are the lockers so i can go ahead and get my locker ready and and change my clothes but i can't change in front of y'all because i'm a southern gentleman
1: Yeah, you do find that all four of your lockers are in a row, and they've been handwritten with the names. All of your names are misspelled, though. Great. Why? Like backwards letters, like Cherry with an I-E.
3: Nice. (laughs) Cherie. So I
1: go to Cherie, and I call her Cherie.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Cherie. It seems this is your locker right here. Mm Mm-hmm. And I give it like a knock to nice and sturdy. And then I go to my locker. How is my name spelled?
1: Well, it says florals in spring, but the "n" is like two apostrophes and an "n," and then spring is spelled with two "p"s. And you can place them wherever you'd like.
0: Okay, that's that's um, that's obnoxious.
1: And in quotation marks, instead of Cleo, it says Clover.
0: Oh my God! I actually, I love that. Okay, I'm Clover now. All right, my name is Clover for today, and I open my locker. Does it open easily? Uh, it does. I'm feeling devious, and because I think that a, a veranda is going to be here, I put my flora and Prada away, but I tuck my daggers into my hair.
4: Nice. Oh. Edith walks up and to the lockers and looks at Humphrey and says, I- I'm really thinking about chucking a sticky. Yet. Maybe we could just go to the bar for a couple of stubbies. <sighs>
2: Uh, would you just
4: call me right now? You might have a face like a drop pie, but I'm not complaining. Let's just go. Is there a Macca's nearby we could stop by? <laughs> okay, mate. I-, I think I can do this. All right, I got this. I-, I know the I know the terminology that 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 Florals uses. I just gotta get his his intonation right. He always ends his sentences with. Upwards, right? Ra- Everything seems like a question until it's not.
0: Righto. I mean, exactly,
4: ma'am. <clears throat> I'm so nervous. Whew.
0: And that would be, uh, that would be, uh, I'm sorry, nervous.
4: I'm so nervous. God, that was Swedish. Yeah.
2: Just copy
3: their
1: accent. There's no way there's any problems with that.
4: It's perfect. Okay. <clears throat> Bloody Ripper.
1: Oh. You got this. Now, for the weapons being put away, is anyone else trying to hide anything? Or are you actually putting your weapons away?
3: Actually, no. Cherry doesn't need to. She's got unarmed. Mm, Let's see.
4: Yeah. Edith will put away her hand axe, but she'll keep her crook and just bend her shoulders a little bit over and use it as a walking stick, trying to.
0: You know what? I don't want my weapons confiscated, so I put them into my locker. But I do have this bottle of acid that I'm going to just tuck away.
4: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. She'll put her crook. She'll put her crook away. I don't think that I can do this.
2: Chip puts all of their weapons in them.
4: Just put my okay. crook away.
3: We can do this. I believe in us. Just think of the most beautiful wedding you've ever seen, and then the best way to ruin it
0: with a vial of acid.
3: <laughs> we should get the mother of the bride.
0: Shame. <gasps> Shade. Shade. So I go, I take out the clothes that I see in my locker and I am going to find like a bathroom stall or something and change in it
1: Okay, for sure. There's a bathroom stall. There's no door on the bathroom, though. These are the, uh, not the rich people's quarters. So not the nicest digs down here.
2: Mm, Fair enough. Is there anything in the locker? Is it just, it's got a uniform in it? That's it?
1: Yeah, it's got an apron for the two of you with the caterer. And then with the wedding planner, it's a white shirt. Uh, and all of them have little booties to cover your feet. That way you don't take in any marks.
3: Great. They're so rich. <laughs> yeah, ready to go.
1: Yes. Then the four of you can exit the locker room and make your way to the elevator. Uh, you open it. It is a rickety sounding elevator, and it only goes up one floor. It's a hand crank, so somebody's going to have to get you up there.
2: I'll do it. Is it a strength check?
1: Yes, it is.
2: Is it athletics or just a straight strength? You can do athletics. Do I still have disadvantage on these?
3: You're not. I think we've lasted.
1: Yeah, I think you're fine. I got a 10. You want to help him?
0: Yeah, I help him. So as he is cranking on the downward crank, I jump on the crank and like make it go faster.
1: Nice. So between the two of you, you can get the elevator up as it locks in place you can open the doors and it leads into a grand room big dual staircase wrapping upstairs that's heavily guarded at the base and top the guards will look at you and wave you over let me see your hand yep okay you two that way down the hall you two behind me out the back door you'll help the wedding planner in the south court, court, court courtyard
3: Yes, sir. I'm going to kick Chip for mm-hmm. making fun of the guy in charge.
0: <laughs> and uh, I tip my hat towards him. Okay. And say, howdy, partner. And then I walk past him.
1: Perfect. Before we separate the party, the guard will motion to another hallway and say, And for the rest of you, this way, to the gay agenda. welcome to the gay agenda the middle part in our show well in this case it's the early middle part because this is a long episode because there's a lot going on here and a lot of clues that i wish they searched for but that's a story for another time first i get to thank our newest patron so thank you to our newest annual bucketeer ash pika enjoy the 20 plus bonus episodes and the 70 plus pre-goss episodes that brandon puts out every week hope you enjoy everything thank you so much for your support if you would like to check out our Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash roleplay. Role I actually just released another poll for all of our Patreon members to help us decide on the Season 5 office pet. That's right, I'm starting the characters off with a little pet that they can keep for their own in their office that does not go with them. See, I'm thinking ahead this time. But what that pet will be will be decided by our Patreon members. And if you're caught up with these episodes, I'm assuming you're already in our Discord by now, but if not, you definitely should join. You can talk with the cast, we have game nights, movie nights, it's a whole blast. So join our Discord if you haven't already. And now it's that time of the week where I tell you about our sponsor. Support for Role Gay Roleplay is brought to you once again by Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Join over 6 million WED worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code PICKLES at Manscaped.com. Hey, Chris? Yeah.
2: I'd like to cast a fifth level ball cleanse on Hogum.
1: Hey. Okay. Yeah. I don't even think you need to roll for that fifth level.
2: Okay. What are the um, spell components I need to use for that?
1: In real world, you could use the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant or the Crop Reviver Ball Toner. Those could both work. Is this for Hogum or for you, Brandon? What?
2: I mean, I wouldn't be upset if if my balls smelled a little bit nicer.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially after, like, a long D&D session. I mean, we've been here a few hours. It's, you know.
2: I also noticed that my bag of holding has a performance package (sighs) 4.0. It looks like. There's also a bag of holding for my balls. These Manscaped boxers are comfortable.
1: Yeah, aren't they? Yeah, the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 is the perfect way to level up your grooming habits. Yeah, and the Performance Package also comes with the Lawnmower 4.0, which is the future of grooming. This trimmer has a scientifically engineered ceramic blade that cuts through coarse or thick hair while helping reduce pulling nicks or cuts. It's cleaner, it's sharper, and it's rust resistant. The lawnmower 4.0 may not technically be a magic item in 5e, but it lights up and it's cordless and it's rechargeable. You can carry it with you. And it can make hair disappear. Not magically, but you get it. And it doesn't say it on here, but it does add to your charisma modifier. Because you're more confident when you're clean down there.
2: (laughs) So attune to your personal hygiene and get 20% off and free shipping with the code PICKLES at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code PICKLES to unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped.
1: Yes, and before we get back to the game, I want to wish our own Brandon a very happy 30th birthday. I hope you enjoyed all of the drinking that you've done in your life because now the hangovers get real and everything starts cracking for no reason. You just, it's harder to get up. I'm sure I'm selling it well for you, Brandon. Happy birthday, buddy. Now let's get back to the show. This is where we are going to split up. I think all four of you should actually make your perception check, and I can tell you what you see in your rooms.
3: Nice! I got a 22.
2: And I got a 27. Oh, I thought that 27 was mine. I got a 14.
3: Cherry is radiating with anxiety. This is her king, you know what I mean? Like, she is in the royal place where she grew up. All these famous rich people.
4: 24.
1: Okay, Um, I get to tell you everything. That's great. A lot of good rolls. So, Cleo and... Cherry, as you enter the South Courtyard, you see groups of people tearing down and setting up a wedding venue. So it's going from chairs and a carpet and an altar, and then switching over to like a dance floor, outdoor patio, seats and tables type of environment. It seems like they're doing it over and over again at the command of one single person. You can see a thin, frail, older man, sunken skin, exposed bone structure. This person will turn and see you, too. Come here. Come here. Okay, you, too. You look strong. You strong, you, too? Yes?
3: Yes, sir.
1: Okay. We need to get this time down. We will have 20 minutes from ceremony end to turning this into a reception area. Is that understood? And you hear a bunch of just low groans. They're
3: not rich enough to afford a separate reception area.
2: Damn. Get them.
0: <laughs> I look at and I say, like, ma'am, oh, that's out of our business here. <laughs>
3: Sorry, sir.
1: This is the queen's only wedding, and the king's fourth. This is important.
0: Where is the queen, by the way?
1: The queen is upstairs in her room, getting ready with her pre-day preparations. I think she's doing a cleanse. Oh, that's
0: fantastic. What, 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 do you happen to know her name by any chance?
1: You can address her as Royal Highness, and that's it. You don't need to know anything else. I need us to get this down to 20 minutes. Now, everybody set up. Make sure all the rows and chairs are in order. There are not enough rose petals in that fountain. And Stavros, damn it! The red carpet needs to go down and up! Down and up! Stupid pretty man. Down and up! (laughs) You two, grab these thrones. You each get one throne. Okay, these are for the special, the, the best man and the other woman. I forget what the best woman, whatever. That chair is for Lord Scott, and that chair is for Lady Michelle. So you each grab one of them. And your job is to put it in place and then remove it. And then when you remove it from sight, then you go back and get as many chairs as you can and get them the fuck out of here. Okay?
3: Yes. Thumbs up.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Got it. We're going to do it one more time. Stavros, I swear to God. Up and down. Hear me? Okay. (laughs) I'm going to time it. Ready? Go!
0: I do backflips to the thrones, to, to one of the thrones, and I put
1: it down. Acrobatics, please. okay
0: seven (laughs) um it's the fucking spurs on my boots (laughs) as i go to the throne i remember that uh fairy godmother gave us glasses so i uh put them on to communicate with her And while i'm by the throne i say uh fairy godmother if you can hear me now uh the queen is upstairs in her room Mm. in her throne room and we are to address her as your her her royal highness Mm -hmm. oh
1: okay well, that's something. We will begin
0: gathering intel on this here Wednesday.
1: Yes, and remember, so, just under the radar. Don't make a big scene. Just under the radar, okay?
0: So don't do backflips.
1: If you could do less backflips, plus watching it makes me a little dizzy.
0: All right, roger that. So then I grab the chair um, and I run it over to where it needs to be.
3: Cherry hear the don't draw attention to yourself thing? Or is that just... I mean, just... you heard
1: it the first time she said it, at least.
3: Okay, so I shouldn't turn into a giant slobbering wolf to carry as many chairs as I can. <sighs> okay. Yes, she's just uh, she's just a strong little girl, then. She's just picking up the chair.
1: Cool. As you're doing that, you can see everyone else is working just as hard around you, trying to clear the area. Uh, and after everything's been cleared, you can see tables being brought out and the chairs being moved over where the tables are at. A dance floor is being pieced together all of this happening in a very quick time period and the wedding planner will go time 22 minutes you are all incompetent i need it changed back i need it done in the next half hour so you can take a little break if you need to 30 minutes this needs to be put exactly back the queen's gonna look over everything so that means that in 30 minutes i want to see what the wedding will look like and none of you be present Okay? The queen does not need to see your faces. She needs to see her wedding and focus on the venue. Once we get her approval, you all don't be here for it. Okay?
0: I reckon, uh, I reckon uh, we need to be out of sight, out of mind. Um, by the way, what was your name again, sir?
1: Oh, my name? Bride. No relation. <laughs>
3: okay. The old man in charge of us
1: is named Bride. I Can I just do, like, a
0: a recollection of memory check. Does this person look familiar to me?
1: Sure. You want to do a history check? I don't know. Like something. Sure. Go That's for it. That's a whole ass seven. Why am I rolling sevens? It's like <laughs> a new old man to you.
3: Can Cherry help? Or roll? Yeah, you can roll too. Um, history? Why would there be a relation between someone
1: named
2: Bride <laughs> and someone who is a bride?
1: I thought it was funny. <laughs> it's pretty good. Thank you. Uh, history is fine, Cherry. I got a fucking six I was <laughs> right. like a new old so, man to you, yep, yeah, no one, uh, you don't recognize this person
3: also, uh
0: Mister if you want your uh people to work a little better for you, you catch more bees with honey, so maybe you know you cool it on insulting us and call us
1: incompetent. I am the premier wedding planner in this world. I know what I'm doing, and this is not competence
3: Oh.
0: um, I look at him and I say. Well, I'm not here to argue uh, with the premier wedding planner of Fairy World, but I also say that uh, due, due to your uh, arrangement of this wedding, and I look at the people, and I, and then I look back at and I say, they'd probably work better once again if you uh, talk nice. Just a little advice mm. and a warning.
1: You know, since you like to talk so much, I'm going to go take my break and you make sure that this looks like the wedding it should be in the next 30 minutes, okay? You do your little honey sugar trick and be nice to everybody and get it done. And if it's not, I'll blame you. What? Why?
0: All right, mm-hmm. well, you can skedaddle on me and I get to work with the people and I just want to give them all flowers from my hair.
1: That's very nice of you bride the wedding planner will walk away lighting up a cigarette as he walks
0: and as i'm handing out flowers to people do i see anyone that kind of like looks like they've been here for a long time i don't know like maybe the head of the assistants
1: i think what you can tell is this is an eclectic group from all sorts of places a lot of these people have just been assigned the role similar to you where they're not from the castle but they're just doing what they've been told to do
5: Mm.
0: okay um, I hand one to one person, I say, uh, get a load of that guy over there, uh, the Bride. He's, he's a, quite a character, ain't he?
1: Yeah, he's a real piece of work.
0: Uh, so tell me, uh, what made you want to be part of the wedding and help
1: The invitation said we had to. Report to the office, find your job, and then do it.
0: The king's been married four times. Is that how every wedding goes? We all have to help?
1: No. First time I've helped. First time I've been here, too, so it's kind of nice to get an invite.
0: And tell me, have you met the queen yet? I mean, we've been tearing down and building up for so long. I'm sure you've seen her at least once.
1: No, she likes to look through that window up there, but she doesn't actually open the window. She just peers through the curtains.
0: Yeah, and I point to the window. I say, that that window right there, huh?
1: Yeah, the one up there. That one right up there. So that she can see. She's probably watching us right now. She a ghost. And I look
0: directly in the window. Do I see anyone?
1: No, you see a closed curtain at the window.
0: Um, I say, so thank you for this information. Uh, we got about 30 minutes uh, so that we got, uh, before we got to listen to Bride yell bitch at us again. Maybe uh, I'm, I'm going to take a quick little break and I'll see y'all back in, in a little bit. I want to go to her door. I want to open that door and see who the queen is. <laughs>
1: Okay. The only way that you sought to get upstairs was a heavily guarded staircase. And that's the guy that told you to go into the back.
0: Oh, shit. Okay.
3: I'm going to turn invisible.
0: Oh, you can turn invisible.
3: I can turn invisible. So Cherry still has her cape on underneath everything. It's kind of a weird look, but she's made it look like a kind of skirt or something. And she is going to use the invisibility spell that is kind of built into it. Okay. As you
0: say that, I say, all right, uh, Cherie. Cherise Chapeau, <laughs> I'm going to create a distraction for you
3: I can be the distraction uh, wasn't that the plan I'd be a distraction and then but, you'd go in
0: oh <laughs> perfect
3: <laughs> it'd be like invisible and like a ghost or something and then they're going to be like there's someone there and then they will look for them and then you, they ah. will be away from the door and then you can go into the door and look Yes. yes excellent job excellent plan she goes for a high five
0: and I kneel down. Oh wait, no, we're like the same height. I give her a high five. <laughs> I'm sorry. Speaking with this country accent is making me think I'm tall. <laughs> That's
3: so funny. Um.
0: So I say, uh, 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 yeehaw! Give her a high five, and I say, let's let's get started then. Mm-hmm.
3: Actually, I am gonna double check. So the thing is, is as soon as I attack someone, it doesn't work anymore. The invisibility spell disintegrates. So I am translucent. I'm going to go kind of further down the hallway, kind of like where there's an intersection to different doorways and stuff, and start, like, knocking things over and clanging and yelling. Okay. Gonna marry her! No one can stop me! The king isn't more powerful! And slanderous, blasphemous things about the king, and (laughs) he's a bad king, and we shouldn't pay taxes, and I'm destroying this priceless artwork. Does it work?
1: Uh, Why don't you roll deception for me
3: okay with advantage
1: yes yeah go ahead and roll that it's a
3: 14 okay if it fails i can reroll
1: i i think that it succeeds enough in what you're doing so the guards at the bottom of the stairs hear this and uh look up to the guards at the top of the stairs and just kind of motion to them that they're gonna go check something out and they start going down the hallway where you're making noise Okay. Uh, So you've now got the bottom of the staircase unguarded. There are still guards at the top of the stairs, though.
0: Great. I am going to pull out Emma. I say, Emma, I need you to be a distraction for me. Tell them that the courtyard uh, is in shambles and we need all hands on deck. And this is the, uh, the order from Bride. And I ca- and as I'm telling her that to go talk to the guards, I cast Pass Without Trace on myself.
1: Very nice. nice. Then yeah, let's do it again. Roll me Deception.
0: A 25.
1: Nice. Now roll Stealth. I know you got Pass Without Trace on, <laughs> but roll it just in case because they're going to have to run pretty close by you.
0: So that's 8 plus 10 is 18.
1: Okay. I'm good with that. So Emma flies up. And tells the guards there's chaos in the courtyard. They must come now. The guards go, yeah, that sounds about right. We take orders from fairies sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. What is it? Day Or from? Yeah, the fairy thing. Okay, let's go. And the guards rush down the stairs, running to the back courtyard, and run just past you, Cleo, but they don't notice you. You've successfully hidden yourself behind a pedestal with a vase on it. As you're poised behind the vase, the fairy godmother will chirp in in your ear and say, Ooh, those flowers are different. Those aren't from my world. The ones in the vase there. Can you just grab one of them for me? Um, yeah,
0: um, I grab one and then I uh, take the rest of the flowers um, that are in that vase and I stick some of them in my hair.
5: Okay,
3: <laughs> nice.
0: I'm going to... Uh, uh, run up the run up the stairs to the door, and I'm also going to cast non-detection. So for the duration, you hide a target that you touch from divination magic. So that target can't be targeted by any divination magic or perceived through magical scrying sensors.
1: Okay. Then here's what we'll do. You will head up the stairs... Uh, you'll peek your head around the corner and see there's just two hallways. You can assume to go left based on where the courtyard was. Just as you're walking around and peek your head around the corner, someone smashes into you. And we will pick this up in just a second. First, we're going to go to the kitchen. Oh. Okay. So, Edith and Humphrey, you are going to be helping the caterer. So as you are told by the guard, you go down a hall into an octagonal kitchen. The entirety of the perimeter is counter space, sinks, and there's two islands in the middle that you can work off of. There is one lone man in there working a very large mortar and pestle, adding some things into it and grinding it. Oh, hi. You're my help, right? Yes. Chip holds up their whisk awesome oh good you're prepared you are a cookie cool here's what i need i need here if if one of you can crush all the pineapples, and then after that if you could crack and lick the walnuts oh uh, wait not the Ooh. thing where they, they go in half
4: crack and leak
1: yeah crack and lick whatever makes the walnuts half things half nut half walls
2: you want us to are we licking a
1: crack uh, no, make him look like this, and he holds up a bunch of chopped walnuts.
4: All right, Lysian, I i can't be ours <laughs> to carry around like a pork chap. You want us to leak these? My tongue isn't that
1: strong. To make him look like this, so crack. Okay, if nuts are too hard for you, then got it, about boss. You just
2: walks over to the apples and starts smashing them with his fist on the table.
1: Not the apples, the penny apples. The what? The penny apples. What's a penny? What's a the penny a apple? What? The spiny one. The penny apple. The spiny one with the tree on the top. The yellow one.
2: It slowly st- is continuing to smash the apples while well, <laughs> making direct eye contact.
1: Oh God! Not the penny apple. The, the penny apple. The and he holds up a pineapple. Penny apple. Oh, oh my God! Would it be easier for you to chop the nabanas?
2: I don't think I like you very much.
1: I also have I also have brosteries that you could chop.
2: Chip walks over to the pineapples and starts hitting them.
1: Great. Thank you. Thank you. This is, you're helping me with dessert. We're going to make it. Well, I'll make it tonight, but this is really helpful. So thank you. Go ahead and.
4: Forgive me. I, I have a I have a bit of a cold, so my voice may sound a bit funny now here. And so I this- consider myself a purveyor of fine meats. Would you like me to do something with meats, sausages, perhaps?
1: Maybe after this, the dessert's gonna take the longest for me to make. It has to set overnight, so just
4: listen. I'm not here to fuck spiders. I am here to take care of the meats. Fuck spiders! I
2: don't. You get in terminology, but I don't know if that accent's right.
4: (laughs) I'm an actor. Okay, I do many, many accents, so this may change as we go on. I am, uh, my accent when I took this job was different, eh, eh, right, right, Mr. Can't Say Words Correctly?
1: Chucky. The name's Chucky.
4: Chucky. Chucky. Butte of a name.
1: Thanks. Yeah. What
4: can I do with meat?
1: You sure you can't just cut up some broasteries for me? And then I'll find you something with you, meat after that.
4: You little bee, I suppose.
1: Okay, thanks. Once you chop all of this or crush, whatever, once you get them all small little pieces, put them in these containers and throw them in the big walk-in cooler over there. And he points to a door on the wall.
4: So I'm supposed to use my tongue to cut these in half. Terrible. How do I do that? Look at this tongue. And she sticks out her tongue all the way. Ah.
2: Chip also sticks out their tongue. Uh, Great, what's your tongue made out of? Oh! <laughs>
4: um,
2: I think it's a, a Laffy Taffy. Not Laffy Taffy. What's the, um, <laughs> I guess Laffy Taffy works. Yeah. It's a pink Laffy Taffy. Airheads. Airhead works, too. I was going to say uh, Fruit Roll-Up, but I guess really all of the, it's like a mush together combination of all of these candies.
1: It's like when you leave a fruit snack bag out in the sun <laughs> for too long.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. Great. uh He'll just he'll just say, okay, cool. I'm going to keep doing my thing, and you guys do that, and then when you're done, put it in there, and I will find you something with meat, though this might take you a while.
4: Yes. Purveyor of fine meats.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I purveyed some fine meats, too. And she
4: points to herself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At least this is a fun kitchen. All right, good. At least I'm glad you guys are conversational. Suddenly, an intercom message comes through the kitchen. Chucky! It is I, Prince Three! I am in need of some sustenance, I need a bowl of grain, I need some of the sweet, sweet fruits, and some chocolate sauce, because I am going to pound town upstairs!
4: Horrible. Prince Three? I know
1: that guy. Man, you could be less graphic. Yeah, I can get you some stuff. Dumb later, okay? I don't mind what you call yourself, just give me my chocolate sauce!
2: Ugh, how long ago did you write that?
1: <laughs> Shut up. That was improv. That was improv. Thank you. <laughs> do not believe that. That was. I'm so proud of myself, too.
3: Wait, I'm having a heart attack from the second hand embarrassment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. You two just keep cutting away at your fruit. I'm going to go deliver him his sex fruit.
4: We can do that.
1: No, you're not allowed upstairs. I'm just going to use the dumb waiter, and that way he can go get it himself. Hey, shop
2: behind. I'm walking it. You see Humphrey's got all the knives in the kitchen in their hands. Chip. Chip has all the knives <laughs> and they're walking around.
1: Oh god. Okay.
4: Edith really wants to be inside that dumbwaiter.
2: Can I distract with the knives while Edith climbs in the dumbwaiter? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Chip is pretending to be clumsy and dropping all the knives.
4: Give me these fruits and go take care of that guy over there, and I'll go I'll put the fruits in the dumb waiter.
1: Hey, who greased up these knives? Oh, God. Okay, yeah, that's... Fuck. She just rips the fruits out of his <laughs> hand. Okay, roll me persuasion.
2: <laughs> Could I give her a help action? Uh,
4: I have a plus seven to persuasion. That doesn't I, mean you can't roll in that s- one. I got a 13.
1: Yeah, why don't you roll a performance then, Humphrey. Chip. I got a 15. Okay. I, I think between the two of that and your forcefulness with poor Chucky... He'll just say, okay, the dumb waiter's right around the corner here, okay? So just go out this door. It'll be right there. Send the food up. You have to raise it for him. He doesn't know how to do it, but he'll open the door on his end, okay? And you, okay with the knives. Okay, just put them down. I keep pressing the
2: sides of these knives on the bare strawberries, and they're smushing. They're not... Ch- how do I...
1: Yeah, we'll go over some knife... Here's how we use them, okay? How about one at a time, too? Just give me, like, six right now.
2: I mean, I guess you're the chef.
1: <laughs> and Chucky will begin helping Humphrey. Edith, you can leave as instructed, and you do see a small dumbwaiter in the wall. It is only like one and a half feet square. By looking at it, probably not something you're going to fit in.
4: Oh. <laughs> she tries to shove her own body inside of it anyway. Great. <laughs> what does she look like?
1: Uh, I don't know. Roll me a strength check. Let's see how hard you push. Eight. You want to go, how, what, 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 how do you want to start this? Head first, butt first, foot first? Butt first. Butt first, great. Um, so here's what happens. You put the food uh, on the ground, and then in order to get yourself in there first, and you begin to back yourself in, squeezing ever so slightly. Once you realize that you cannot fit, you're stuck.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Oi,
1: can somebody help me? Oi.
2: Well, uh, ch- Chip uh, ch- turns to Edith and goes, hey, that's wait, you're being a real dumb waiter
1: that was improv <sighs> that was, fuck I'm, you
4: I'm <laughs> s- ah! such a drongo
1: Chucky will run off to the dumb waiter and just okay, this is, oh my god where do they find these people, okay uh, you grab one arm, I'll grab the other put your foot against the wall and we'll pull her out, okay you got it, boss. All right. One, two, three. <laughs> we will not make you roll for that and just say you were able to successfully pull Edith out of the dumbwaiter. Chucky will then grab the fruit and chocolate sex sauce and put it in the dumbwaiter and say, look, it was really simple. It goes like this. And then he starts pulling on a rope and you can hear it kind of pulling itself up. And You'll hear a, a slight thud and he'll say, okay, just leave it there. Prince three will get it back to your work. Actually, can I leave you guys alone for just like two minutes? I'm going to go have a quick break. and I'm going to scream in a pillow. Okay.
2: Yeah. We're fine on our own. And chips picking a bunch of knives off the floor. Oh, for
1: fuck's sake. No worries. Okay. If I don't see it, it's not my responsibility. So I'll be back in a few and Chuck, you will leave.
2: Are we going to go check on Prince three and see if he can help us?
4: Yeah. Now that, now that we know he's here. We should go up there and see what he knows about his future mother-in-law. Or wait, is that what it's called? I don't know. Future stepmother? Future.
2: Marriage is a scam. Let's go.
4: Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. And we just try
1: to run upstairs.
2: Yeah. Can we like head out the door and look for a staircase?
1: Yeah. You all saw the same one staircase. And as of right now, Yeah, as you leave the kitchen and go back down the hallway towards that same grand staircase that you saw, uh, you see two guards being led by Emma out the back door, rushing by you. Emma! Uh, From down the hall, you see Cleo running up the stairs. Uh, Right now you have an empty staircase, and you just saw the very tail end of what they did.
3: Do they see me being invisible?
1: No, I'd say you're on the other side of the castle, kind of leading guards around at this point nice wait are you headed up there to check on prince three cleo is already upstairs you missed him wait are you headed up there to check on prince (laughs) three shh
4: be quiet be quiet i
0: would also say i was supposed to say also i would probably say they probably didn't see me because apparently i'm veiled in shadows
4: oh okay okay (laughs) then i think we would have probably just run upstairs that's
1: fair Great. As the two of you are making your way up the stairs, you hear a collision and a oof, as well as a sound, whatever sound Cleo makes when they hit the ground. Uh, yeehaw. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Classic. So you hear a little collision. Uh, Cleo, you shake your head and look up and realize it is Prince Three that you have run into. He is in nothing but a wrapped towel around his uh, underside. Uh, very small, like a washcloth, not a full towel. Small towel.
0: I
2: hate you. <laughs> I
1: says, oh, I did not expect to run into you here. Is there
2: any chocolate sauce on him?
1: Nah, he has not gotten it yet. <laughs> I say, uh, I do not know who
0: you are, sir. I'm on a, a mission from Bride the, the wedding planner. And I'm supposed to gra- grab some things from the upper floor here. So that's what I'm going to do. Uh, farewell. And you
1: Now you cannot go down this hallway. This is for royalty only. I thought I knew you, but maybe I don't. My mistake. But I will definitely need to ask you to stop and leave. I grab Prince Three's face.
0: I look him in his eyes and I say, I have important things to do uh, uh, on behalf of your future stepmother and bride, the wedding planner. And as I say that, I need Prince Three to make a wisdom saving throw.
1: Okay. We know a few things about Prince Three, and Wise is not one of them. Great. Thirteen.
0: You failed. You are now under my charm spell. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Great. I say uh, thank you uh, very much. Thank you. Uh, You go ahead and grab your uh, chocolate sex sauce, and I will go ahead and make sure that I grab the required things for the Queen and uh, Brad. Yeehaw. And I walk past him.
1: Well, since he's charmed, he will continue over to the dumbwaiter and get his uh, goodies.
0: When they are 30 feet away, the charm wears off. And then they realize that they have been
1: charmed. Then here's what I think will happen. Prince Three will reach the dumbwaiter as you start making your way down the hall. Humphrey, you can make your way to the top of the stairs at this point, just behind them. And Prince Three will suddenly realize what happened. Edith and Humphrey, are you trying to stay out of sight? No. No. Okay. Oh, you two. What are you doing here?
4: We're trying to gather. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm doing a, an accent. We're trying to gather information on the queen, the future queen.
2: Yeah, we're here uh, to give you sex, chocolate, and also uh, end your parents' wedding.
4: Possibly.
1: I have got my sex chocolate. Here it is in my tray, but I do not need you to stop this wedding. Why not? My dad is happy. That is all that matters to, to, my, to me.
4: Is he legitimately happy? Or is he just under a spell?
2: Well, you had a change of heart. What happened to before?
1: Well, his, his people told my people to tell me that my father's happy, and I believe him.
4: You believe his people? Or your people?
1: I believe them all. My life has been great since I've come back here.
4: I'm sure it has. I think you found your true love. But
1: Can we see your true love. Are they in that room? Oh, he is not clothed right now.
4: What is his name?
1: His name is Miguel. You have you not oh. met him? I thought you oh, did, yes. but I my memory is not good.
4: We did meet Miguel. Um, okay, so this is what we need to do. Okay, uh, we believe that there is something going on with the future queen. She is tricking people.
1: Hmm, that does not sound like the person my dad would marry.
4: Uh, exactly. This is why we need to fix whatever is going on. We just need some information, okay? So let's, let's go, let's, let's, then we'll go to your room and we'll just have a talk. If you think that she's good, then she's good, and then we'll just go from there.
1: Oh, I don't think my room is ready for guests.
4: That's okay, we plug our nose, like this, and she pinches our nose.
2: Also, we're hired on
1: the cleaning crew,
2: so we're supposed to come in here and clean up, that's what we were told.
1: Oh, I am not done using the room yet. We came back here and Miguel taught me how to play Magic the Gathering. The longer we played, the harder the game got, and so did talking, and so did I. And then we have been tongue wrestling ever since, because that is easy and does not require my brain to work. But if you clean a
4: little bit as you go, it makes the easier clean at at the end.
1: That's true. Good point. Maybe I'm not being clear. We are fucking everywhere. On everything. All over the place. And I'm not done
4: with it. Can you you take a five-minute break from fucking (laughs) so we can have a short conversation while we clean up a little bit? Please.
1: How about I go back to my fuck den and you guys do whatever you're doing and I'll forget I saw you.
4: Hydration is important.
1: Y- you know yeah, That is what the chocolate sauce is for.
4: The chocolate is not, no. So okay, you- don't, let's, let's get out
2: of here. <laughs> go okay. ruin his dad's wedding, even though he doesn't want us to.
4: All right, Chip. All right. Well, yes. So just pretend like you never saw us. You don't know who we are. You heard a bunch of different accents, and and you don't. You're confused, right? You you didn't see us. We're just cleaning people. All right. Just keep fucking.
2: Keep We're talking. not gonna. No one's gonna talk to you. Go in your room.
1: Yes, I am convinced. I have not seen any of you. All of you sound different than I remember. I am confused. Might be sex brain. Speaking of brains, I will be back. Oh.
4: I such a such a Drongo over there. <laughs> such
2: a Drongo. Yeah, he's a right C-word. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Prince Three will run off into his room, shut the door, and you hear from behind the door, I got the chocolate sauce! And now I am naked!
2: <laughs> okay, so how do we... I don't want to stay close to this <laughs> door anymore. I love
3: these, like, Twitter status updates he provides.
0: <laughs> I'm living, um... <laughs> Can I start opening the doors?
1: Yeah, for sure. As you're making your way down the hall, why don't you roll a perception check? And actually, Edith and Humphrey, you can do the same thing. Since you're in the hall, same hallway, but different distances.
0: I rolled a 14 on perception.
1: I got
2: a 6. Girl. I've been oh, negative no, 2 perception
0: 15. I was going to say, we've all been like not rolling well.
1: Okay. So th- what you see is that there are... Doors marked one, two, and three in the hallway. Three, of course, went into the third door. And then at the very far end of the hallway, there are two guards standing at attention, looking down the hall. You can assume that's the door you want to enter, Cleo. But you have two guards in front of it.
0: I look at Edith and Humphrey, and I say, "All right, friends. Now watch me work. Yeehaw!"
2: Oh, fuck! I didn't see you there.
0: I stealth again. Cool. So 29.
1: Yep. Okay.
0: I have the vial of acid and I launch it down the other side of the hallway. Now scream. And I tell that to Edith and Humphrey.
4: You want us to spit a dummy? Uh,
0: is that? Uh, sorry, ma'am. I, I, I don't know that one. Uh, just she just starts Humphrey screaming, screaming. <laughs> and throws
4: her body. She starts screaming and throws her body on the ground and like punches the, the floor.
2: Humphrey summons their hammer and just starts hitting the walls and screaming. Great. Chip, Humphrey's not here. There is only Zool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the two guards will see this, and one of them will bang on the door three times before leaving. Uh, the two of them rush towards Edith and Humphrey. Cleo, you have moments to act.
0: I go up to the door, and I cast, I cast Dispel Magic on the door. Okay. Yeah, there is no it.
1: longer a magical seal on the door.
0: And then I open it.
1: When you open it, roll me a perception.
0: Perception. 19.
1: When the guards knocked on the door, they ran down the stairs and you approached the door. You then heard some scurrying happening inside that room. You swing the door open. You see another door shut leading outside of the room. Do you shut the door behind you once you're in the room? Yes. Okay. So you are now in this room alone. You can tell this is the room where you were pointed to by whoever you talked to downstairs. So you can see what the wedding would look like right now through these curtains. Uh, The other thing you see is there is a wig rocking on the ground as if it has just fallen.
0: I am not going to go anywhere. Actually, with my Pass Without Trace... I have, con- I have to concentrate on it for an hour. I am going to find a spot in this room that is so good for me to hide in, and I'm going to wait and see who the queen is.
1: Uh, the fairy godmother is freaking out in your ear right now. What are you doing? This is causing a scene. This is not what we agreed on.
0: Um, I say, ma'am, uh, just as easily as I got into this room, I can e- just as easily get out. And I hide. Uh, I, I'm going to, can I look for a place to hide?
1: Yeah, you find a good position behind some thick curtains on the wall that are clearly decorative. There's no window behind him.
0: Oh my God. And since I'm skinny legend, like you can't even tell I'm there, bitch.
1: Perfect. The fairy godmother is still in your ear. Only you can hear her. Um, she'll say, great. Now you're behind something. I can't see anything. And you're causing a scene. Can you all just get out of there, please?
0: Ma'am. Ma'am, you're very loud in my ear. If I'm to see who the queen is, uh, to make sure that it is who I think it is, uh, I need
1: to be here. As you are lying in wait, a person will open the door that was just closed. Reach down, grab the wig, place it back on top of their head. Uh, You recognize this person to be Romy and Michelle.
3: They worked for the...
1: Veranda Prasterly. Ah! Veranda Pasterly. And she adjusts her wig, puts it back on, and leaves the door again.
5: Hmm.
0: She, she goes to
1: that door again? Yep. She just came into the room to grab her wig and then left again.
0: Fuck. Okay.
1: Okay. You have your answer, right? So time to come back?
0: Ma'am, if it's Romy and Michelle, Romy and Michelle, that is. A, there's a good chance that Veranda Pasterly is here. Now... I need you. To, I need your help, fairy godmother, because I need you to talk some sense into me right now. Because, in the name of science, I want to go in that room and beat the shit out of this woman. No, okay. But Edith well, is on. Edith is on the other side of that wall, and I had to be responsible now. So I'm gonna what? flip heads or tails.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Just. Just listen to the part where you come back and all of you are okay, because right now you're very close to being in trouble there. And if they catch you and put you in the king's dungeon, I can't do anything about that.
2: There's a little chip on your shoulder that goes,
1: Yeah, just do it. Just kill him. He'll be fine.
0: Cleo is, I'm sorry, Clover, Clover <laughs> is shaking right now. I'm going to roll a d4. Odd is leave... Even is go in that room. (laughs) Oh, all right. I'm leaving. Okay. So I am going to use my highest level spell and it's dimension door. And I am going to exit back into the hallway. Oh, wait, before I do. Sure. Before I fucking do. Is there anything in this room that I can nab and steal in the name of science? (laughs)
1: <laughs> in the name of science, uh, <laughs> what you do see in the room is there is a wedding dress laid out on the bed.
0: I say, well, this would be the right uh, kind of threads for my quick change, and I st- and I take <laughs> it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh no!
1: Incredible! So you steal the wedding dress dimension door out into the hallway.
4: Edith just stands up and uh, wipes her her pants off and her jacket. Ugh. Sorry about that.
1: Yes, is you okay? That looked like hurt bad.
2: Chip puts their hammer away and goes, it, it was a bee. I was. We were swatting at a, she's allergic. I was swatting at a bee.
1: Oh, yeah, stabby flies are bad. I agree. Stabby flies? Yeah, stabby flies are bad.
4: Well, thanks there, Sheila. Uh, We're going to get going now. We've got a job to do.
1: Yeah, you're probably and... not supposed to be up here. So downstairs you go. What are, Your stamps sell so kitchen. So back to the kitchen, please.
4: All right, thanks. We are looking for our buddy, uh, Cherry. She's a little girl.
0: Um, as Have you, you say her? that, as you say that, I pop out and I say, oh, ma'am, Cherie, uh, you mean? Cherie is downstairs. Are you holding uh, the wedding dress?
4: Oi, yes.
0: Am I holding the wedding dress? Yeah. No, it's tucked in my afro.
1: Okay. Lovely.
3: <laughs> Am I still invisible?
1: Uh, this all happened well within an hour. So, Jerry, you can say that you've lost them at this point. You've convinced them to look in a room where there's no one. If the other, if the rest of you are trying to come downstairs now, I can have you guys meet in the grand hall.
0: Okay. Oh, hey, friends. Uh, I got a lot of tea to spill and uh, dishes that need to be served. And I whisper in Chip's ear and I say, "Intel on the queen." And then I walk downstairs.
4: Hey, mate. Let's go. Yay, yeah,
2: he said he had tell on the queen. We gotta go. I
0: cannot... I... Uh, no, I'm not gonna do that. Because I look at... E- as I was about to, like, rear back and smack <laughs> chip in the mouth, <laughs> I look at Edith and I say, responsibility. Responsibility.
4: She's giving him That's a big good. smile and, like, a gleam in her eye. Like, she's very happy and proud of you.
1: Okay. Did Edith or Humphrey, were either one of you wearing the glasses that the fairy godmother gave you at any point no no good good okay is there anything else you need to do in this house or are you heading back down to your locker to book it
0: heading back down to my locker to book it but looking along the way if there's anything of value in the name of
1: science why doesn't everyone roll me perception real quick
3: 22
1: 15 26 some good rolls.
2: I don't think I've had a good roll all night.
1: No, it hasn't been a Humphrey day. Well, Humphrey doesn't exist anymore. Maybe Chip just doesn't have good rolls.
2: How dare you dead name me, even though I've been doing it this whole time. <laughs> How
1: <laughs> fuck? Great. Uh, as you are leaving, Cleo, you notice that the same flowers that the fairy godmother asked you to take, you see them in every vase. Uh, so this house has been adorned with flowers that are not from the fairy world. You also see that there is a shipment of squirrel milk and squirrel cream going into the kitchen area.
2: Question, what's the difference between squirrel milk and squirrel cream? Thickness. Great.
3: Terrible.
0: Brandon, I hate that you asked that question.
2: Well, (laughs) you gotta know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I say, well,
2: mm -hmm. we need
0: to head on back to the fairy godmother's house and let her know all the things that we have found. And I will tell you. And I look at Edith and I say, Please be proud of me, because Miranda Pastelay is around these parts somewhere, and I did not immediately attack her, sir.
4: I'm very proud of you. Good job.
1: Wait, why didn't you kill her?
4: Let's get out of here. Let's skadoodle.
0: I didn't kill her because it would blow our cover.
1: I'm going to say you guys are having this conversation in the elevator on the way down. Yes. As opposed (laughs) to in the grand hall. Yeah,
4: yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: Of the royalty. So as you're making your way down having this conversation, you can reach the bottom uh area. You just now need to enter the locker room to get your stuff, and then you can do as you please.
0: I quick change into a onesie. It's fluffy and pink. Nice. Um, and this time it's an uh what are those things called? Hedgehog. It's a hedgehog onesie. Yeah. your hedgehog. I say, gotta go fast, and <laughs> I book it
2: out. I literally <laughs> I I no joke. Two days ago, I bought a Sonic the Hedgehog onesie. Oh,
4: that's awesome! That's
1: incredible you for my brother's fucking... birthday. It's not
2: for me. It's for my brother. Oh, <laughs> I swear, Your Honor, it's not mine.
0: Why are you um, indoctrinating your brother into furryhood?
2: <laughs> well, he just had a. They're having a daughter soon, and I thought it'd be cute to like get her a little tails outfit and him a Sonic onesie.
0: Okay, I was gonna that's make cute. jokes, but that's fucking that's adorable. Cute. That's fucking adorable. <laughs>
1: Uh, as the four of you enter the locker room, one last perception check.
2: Okay.
4: Eighteen. Seventeen. Se- uh, Twelve. Mm.
1: Sixteen. As you four approach your lockers, you see two of them have some liquid coming out of them. One that is labeled Clover and one that is labeled cheri. Cleo, the liquid from your locker is red and cheri, the liquid from your locker is yellow.
3: Uh...
2: Chip says, quick, quick change, and slowly opens their locker and gets back into their regular clothes.
0: I look at Edith, and I look at Humphrey, and I say, I'm free, Edith, uh, uh, Chip, and Edith, there is a, there are, um, there's a liquid that is dripping from our lockers.
2: What's it taste like? You gonna lick it? I'm asking, I'm asking florals.
0: Okay, I have something. Um, Because this spell requires touch. I open my locker and touch the liquid. Mm. And as I do it, um, my eyes glow a Xanadu green. And I'm casting identify.
1: You know what? I don't even think the spell is quite necessary here. As you open your locker, you see Macaroni McGee has been killed and stuffed into your locker. Pinned to his forehead, there is a note.
2: Oh, my God.
3: Dead?
1: Yes. Okay. Does the, yes.
2: does the note say dead? Is that what it is? Like?
1: <laughs> the note says, nice try. You want to fight? Come find me with my favorite pet. I promise this time she'll see you coming.
0: Uh... The way my jaw dropped.
1: And Cherry, you have come to realize by just sniffing that someone has peed in your locker. Oh, someone's oh. dehydrated.
3: She will not stand <laughs> for this.
0: Um, I say, Fairy Godmother, do you see what's happening?
1: I think it's time to make a plan.
0: And by plan, I pull out all of my weapons. I pull my daggers out. It's, it's go time. Yeehaw.
2: And Chip summons their hammer. Very excited looking.
4: I think the ruse is up, Cleo. And she pulls out her staff and bangs it on the ground.
0: Um, sorry, I am going to be using this accent from now on because I just, it makes me feel strong and tall.
4: It's not the accent that makes the person, it's their actions there, Cleo. And I think that, you know what, you should be standing tall right now.
0: Um, I quick change into the wedding dress.
1: That's a perfect way to end this episode. Cleo (laughs) is now in a wedding dress. Everyone has weapons in hand We now know who the fight is against and that it's going to be a big one. I wish you all the best of luck in the next episode of Roll Gay Roleplay. Till then, I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade.
4: I'm Tisha. You can find the podcast at RollGayRoleplay.com.
2: I'm Brandon. I play Chip, and you can find me at the candy shop. I'll let you hit someone with a lollipop.
1: Yeah,
3: there we go. Hi, my name is Katie, and you can find me on our Discord. Um, and I really hope it's not a candy store like the ones Chris is describing.
0: Yeah, because, hi, I'm Jonathan, and candy are people now, so, you know, we don't want to hurt them. Actually, I'm sorry, candy are in the business, the oldest job in the world, which is sex work. And, you know, we don't want to take away from that.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah, don't be a milk dud, be a milk stud. See you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 I'm not pleased. (laughs) (laughs) An RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti.